the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. Final hour of the week. At 12.45, I'll share with you a phone call I had yesterday that even amid all these rotten headlines, Joe Manchin knifing American everyday Joes, except Biden, in the back with his, I think, pre-planned flip on hundreds of billions of dollars in a climate spending boondoggle. Despite that, despite the rotten economy, despite the woke indoctrination in schools, uh, a friend focused me yesterday, and I will share that focus with you at 1245. The CHIPS Act passed. Jim Jordan voted against it. Mike Carey, Troy Balderson voted for it. I can make arguments to vote for it. I can make arguments to vote against it. It would be hypocritical of me to rip on Joe Manchin for what he did with his double cross solely because he could get some... Robert Byrd-like palm greasing to finish the bridge to nowhere in West Virginia and not point out that it's kind of the same deal if we in central Ohio cheer unabashedly for the CHIPS Act, knowing that, yeah, sure, we benefit, but that a lot of American taxpayers who will not benefit are helping to foot the bill or the billions of dollars in subsidies given. It is the cost of doing business. I don't dispute that. I just wish we didn't do business the way we do it. And I see in this era where we have complete polarization politically, where you can't agree with something, even if it's a good bill, because you'll be demonized by your party in Washington and thus cut your own throat politically, that drives good people out of politics. And it lets in lackeys, butt kissers, and bootlicks. So it's a complex thing. Uh, for their part, Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger says the company's ready to move full speed ahead. So again, I'm happy for my friends who were involved in this deal because they put untold hours into it. Um, but I know that it, you know, like everything in the world, it's um, it can be a mixed bag. Okay, so part of this mansion deal is a bunch of wasted spending on green jobs and climate garbage. And also a big-time tax increase. Now, economists will typically say that it's a horrible idea to raise taxes when you are either in or on the cusp of a recession. Let's just, just, just for the moment, agree with the Democrats that we're not technically... Fingers crossed in a recession. Okay, whatever. 
We're certainly on the cusp of it, or we wouldn't be arguing about it. Austin Goolsby is a guy I got to know because he was an Obama economic advisor. And he was the epitome of a bootlick and butt kisser on all things Obama did, including Obamacare. He was on Fox this morning, and Sandra Smith, who she's kind of a squish herself, I wouldn't trust her as an authentic conservative, but Sandra Smith was arguing about the tax portion of this. And Goolsby goes to a familiar Democratic talking point that, oh, we're raising taxes on rich people. We're raising taxes on corporations. And Sandra Smith, in a rare moment of true conservatism, points out to him that those taxes are definitely going to be passed down to the little people who do business with those corporations. Let me try this one more time. Let me try this one more time. When you say raising taxes on Americans, you're talking about hedge fund managers and the closing the carried interest loophole? And who do they employ? And And what... Come on, you're an economist. What happens when you raise taxes on those folks? People lose jobs. Enforcing the tax law on people who are cheating on their taxes. That's what the revenue source of that bill is. Yeah, so they're also in this bill, as he talked about, people who are cheating on their taxes. They're going to hire 87,000 more IRS agents. 87,000 more IRS agents. Now, you tell me. Do you think those IRS agents are going to gather in a room, 50 of them, and say, all right, we're the Bezos team, all 50 of us, let's marshal our expertise, and we're going after Jeff Bezos. We're going to look into every single transaction, every single investment, every single dollar that Jeff Bezos has, and we are going to audit him and get a bunch of that money that he owes to pay his fair share. Or, let's just, first of all, while we're imagining that scenario, what do you think Jeff Bezos would do if they did that? Or another rich guy, another billionaire. What do you think that billionaire would do? You think he would go, oh, sorry, you got me, you got me, okay, I'll pay. Or, do you think he would uh, look up, paging through his... Imaginary Rolodex. Tax attorneys. Ah, tax attorneys. Hey, hey, this guy's rated five star on uh, on Yelp. I'll hire him. <laughs> and do you think they'll actually ever get in Bezos's pocket? No, I don't think they will. So that's how that would ter- play out if they decided they were going to go after the rich. One of the shows I was watching yesterday had an economic expert on and he was talking about I think it was Charles Payne. I think Charles Payne said, the alternative minimum tax. Do you pay taxes? Sure you do. If you have a second income, second job, you do freelance, you usually have to worry about the alternative minimum tax. The history of the alternative minimum tax was that it was one of these, only the rich guys will be touched by the alternative minimum tax. It was like less than a 1,000 people were supposed to be subjected to the alternative minimum tax when it was originally put on the books. You know how many people are subject to the alternative minimum tax now? Hundreds of thousands. I am subject to the alternative minimum tax. I am subject to the alternative minimum tax. And we almost qualified for a state grant for our kids to go to private school 
based upon our income. Do I sound like a rich guy? I'm not a rich guy, but I'm paying the alternative minimum tax because guess what? When the government says they're going to go after the rich, they find out that the rich have ways of not paying. Legal ways. Attorney-led ways. Or, now that we've established how stupid it is to think that they're going to hire 87,000 more IRS agents to go after Jeff Bezos and his minions, who are, you know, bi-coastal and multi-country club, or what do you think's more likely? Those 87,000 IRS agents are now going to find it a whole lot easier to go after regular people who can't afford tax attorneys, right? And to say, eh, you know, your charitable deduction to your local mid-Ohio food bank or those clothes that you turned into the thrift store in your neighborhood, I think you might have taken. Can you document that? Did you take a picture of that? Oh, we're going to disallow that deduction. Sorry. What do you think's going to happen? So, remember that. If you like that scenario, hey, vote for Tim Ryan over J.D. Vance. If you like for that scenario, vote for Nan Whaley over Mike DeWine. Now, let me say something about this. We got, a, we got an election across the country coming up in November, and I'm ticked when I see Dr. Oz running 10 percentage points behind John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, and I'm ticked when I see Herschel Walker running a few percentage points behind Raphael Warnock in Georgia. And I'm ticked when I see J.D. Vance running behind Tim Ryan in Ohio because all you who can't get over your mad because J.D. Vance is not Josh Mandel or all those people in Georgia who think, eh, you know, Herschel Walker, I'm not sure he's up to the job. Or all you people in Pennsylvania who go, eh, Dr. Oz is from New Jersey. He's not really from Pennsylvania. There's not a third box on your ballot that says, in Ohio, Tim Ryan, J.D. Vance, perfect candidate of my imaginary lust. No, that person doesn't exist, okay? You have a choice between Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. So get over your mad about Josh Mandel, about Mike Gibbons, about Jane Timken, about Matt Dolan. Get over it. You've got a choice. Better or worse, vote better. And Mike DeWine is better than Nan Whaley. Yeah, I know. Mike DeWine's not the imaginary candidate of my preferred lusts either. But he's better than Nan Whaley. And J.D. Vance is better than Josh Mandel. Just like in Georgia, Herschel Walker is better than than Raphael Warnock, and Dr. Oz is better than John Fetterman, who's lucky if he can get out of bed after having a stroke. I wish him well. I wish him a long, relaxed recovery with no duties as a U.S. senator to get in his way. Oh, my goodness, people. I get the tribalism when you're talking about People who favor critical race theory and people who don't. I don't get the tribalism when you got a candidate who will do most of what you want, but you still can't bring yourself to vote for him. That's Mike DeWine and maybe J.D. Vance. Oh, can't wait to get my next edition of Time Magazine. Guess who's on the cover? Uh, Brittany Griner is on the cover. 
the uh, WNBA star who pleaded guilty to bringing drugs into Russia, the uh, person who led an effort in the WNBA to get people to not stand for the national anthem, whom we have offered to trade a known arms dealer and terrorist responsible for the death of thousands of Americans, we've offered to trade that guy serving 25 years in an American prison for a person who won't stand for the national anthem. And the words on the cover with Brittany Griner pictured are Brittany Griner and the fight for freedom. That's your current edition of Time Magazine. Brittany Griner and the fight for freedom. How wonderful. Nancy Pelosi is um, supposed to be flying to Taiwan for a visit with the leaders of the nation that China has designs on taking over because China considers it part of China right now. The semiconductor industry in Taiwan is essential to American security. If China takes it over and Taiwan doesn't burn all its factories, uh, then what are we going to do? Are we going to not use or not need high-tech chips? Are we going to let China make them and buy them from China? Call me crazy, but I think it might be dangerous to let China make very, very sophisticated chips, put them in American high-end military aircraft, and, oh, look, it malfunctioned at 30,000 feet. Yeah, that's a bad idea. But Pelosi's trip, like everything the Biden administration touches, has gone bad before it starts because they let it leak that she was going. And China said, if she goes, well, you're playing with fire. So I don't think they'd shoot down Nancy Pelosi's plane, but it certainly has thrown a scare into Nancy Pelosi and to Lloyd Austin and the Defense Department because there are many who are urging her not to go. A lot of Democratic senators are urging her not to go. Now, the problem with her not going is that if she doesn't go, then who's calling the shots on what the United States Speaker of the House does and doesn't do? Well, that would be Xi Jinping. Now, Joe Biden spent two-plus hours on the phone with Xi Jinping yesterday. And shockingly, this has all not been worked out. I know. What's more shocking, that that hasn't been worked out or that Joe Biden could stay awake to be on the phone for two hours? Now, they didn't tell us what Joe Biden said to Xi Jinping yesterday, but I remember what Joe Biden said about China when he was on the campaign trail. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They can't even figure out how to deal with the, 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 the fact that they have this great division between the China Sea and the mountains in the east, I mean, in the west. You sound a little silly when you're trying to make other people look silly and you can't remember if there are mountains in the east or the west. Michael Allen is a former national security advisor to Donald Trump. Uh, Here is his take on that statement during the campaign by Joe Biden and where we are with this Pelosi mess right now. I remember when that quote that Biden said that, and it just led me to the conclusion that he doesn't quite get it completely. China has a 
comprehensive plan to displace the United States, the spying on the Federal Reserve and the pilfering of our intellectual property are just but two of the latest examples of what the Chinese are up to. It's time that the president lay out a comprehensive plan for the United States to deal with these efforts from China to displace us economically and militarily around Asia and around the world. And for us to get serious and wake up as a country, it's deadly serious. It will affect our economic health for many, many decades to come. And I'm not sure the president totally gets it. I'm quite sure he doesn't get it because of his braggadocious comments about China not knowing what it was doing. Come on, man. That's <laughs> such a blowhard, this guy. Um, so here's the deal, okay? A comprehensive plan to deal with China would be a good idea because the stories in the last week have been that they are ferreting out information on our Federal Reserve, on our money supply on all the financial data that we have because they have a problem managing all that financial data in their country because they're borrowing, 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 borrowing to do their nation building in Africa and everywhere else. So the data that we have is valuable to China and they found a way to get in and get it through cyber hacking and the other stuff. Okay, we know they're stealing our intellectual property. We know they have a stranglehold on the supply chain. Taiwan is right there. Our Navy is now said to be uh, not as good as China's Navy. And I don't disagree with Michael Allen that Joe Biden needs a comprehensive plan, but let's look at the record on Joe Biden and comprehensive plans, okay? When Joe Biden was in the first year of his presidency, did Vladimir Putin just one day, like, all of a sudden invade Ukraine? Or did we have, like, months and months and months and months and months and months of troop buildup on the Ukrainian border? The latter, okay? So Putin because it would have been impossible not to, showed his hand on what he was going to do in Ukraine. Okay, now, if you have a comprehensive plan for, first of all, like, is that a popular move by Vladimir Putin? Do you approve of that? No. Okay, so what can you do to prepare for Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine? Well, here's what I would do. I would look at Russia, and I would say, how does Russia make its money? Oh, they make their money on oil. Okay, so if they're going to invade Ukraine, how could we hurt them? Well, we could take Russian oil off the market. Okay, let's, let's plan on doing that. Because we don't want to have a war with Russia, but let's just squeeze them economically. What can we do to Russia to hurt them economically? Let's have a plan to squeeze their chief asset, oil. So what would you do if you were wanting to have a fail-safe for Russian oil having a market? Would you cut your production of domestic oil, or would you increase, flood the market, make everybody in Europe know that you had plenty of oil? You need oil? Don't buy it from Russia. Buy it from us. What would be your comprehensive plan? My comprehensive plan would be to produce a lot of American oil in the lead-up to Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. We didn't do that. Joe Biden didn't do that. That wasn't his plan. And so now, you want me to have confidence that he has a comprehensive plan on China? (laughs) I don't have confidence in that plan. I don't have confidence in Joe Biden. Because he's proven himself to be completely inept. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.